get it, you know I be on the way. What's up? Welcome to another exciting episode of Ride the Rebellion Podcast. I, of course, am your host, one of your hosts, a host s host hosted uh, version. Are you host is cakes? Is there a non-binary version of host? <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the Entenmann's ones are called Popums. <laughs> there we go. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Drew Hall. And with me today, of course, as always, King of the South Alabama Turndown, and still number one subscriber to Columbia House. <laughs> <laughs> President of Dale Boyd Sports Management, Dale Boyd. Oh, it's actually BMG because Columbia House is trash. No, Columbia House was way better. BMG had like the shit music. I don't What's know. Columbia House? Oh, oh Generation no. Gap. Oh, here we Uh-oh. go. Oh, man. and just introducing himself from absolutely nowhere. <laughs> is it? Is it Vidalia? Like the Onion? No, it's Radilla. R- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could buy Andy or Andrew. These are things we should I mean, have we talked about before depends, we started the podcast. Depends who's asking. <laughs> right, hey, so, I, I introduced myself as Andy, but but what about in the formal Fox sense, Andy? So this backstory is kind of crazy. I never wanted to go. I'm gonna already tangent this, but I never elected to to go as Andy. Um, I had a basketball coach in sixth grade. Um, his name is Steve Marcy. He's probably not listening. Um, he just started calling shout me. Out Steve, if you are, shout to Steve you're Marcy. Douche. Coach Marcy. Maybe you're a douche. Maybe you're great. I don't know. I don't know. It's been. I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> okay. um, but he just started calling me Andy, and then like it was the spider web of like the guys that I was playing basketball with called me that, and then right. my close friends did. But what's funny is like in my immediate family's eyes like if i'm if my parents are calling me to like chew me out or like when i was getting in trouble if i was ever getting in trouble it would always be andy oh, otherwise shit. it's andrew oh wait so yours is the opposite like mine is always i'm not andrew i'm just a drew mm. but like mine would be so you, would your parents bypass the middle name scenario because mine would yeah, be like drew benson and i knew i was in deep shit no we never got the like middle name thing oh, which wow. i feel like is the case for a lot of people but yeah we never really got like chewed by our middle name Jesus, man, I got destroyed by my middle name. I just didn't get yelled at. You're perfect. I'm perfect. No. Little angel. Perfect child. He, he took enough abuse. He took enough <laughs> abuse. There's nicknames. We've talked about them on oh, the show before. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a nicknames. Sometimes I find myself on set saying it when we're working together. Yeah, I'll be like, good. hey, where's... And I won't say it. I'll spare you. <laughs> well, If you want to find out what it is, you got to listen to previous episodes, which is a great way of us segueing into... <laughs> You can find us on all social media Absolutely. platforms, which is at Ride the Rebellion, and uh, we're on everywhere. So if you've not, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, because for some reason you got drug into it, a thanks for listening. If you're on a corporate level, don't turn it up real loud. <laughs> if you're listening to it in your office, <laughs> if you're in your office, this is. It's not that it's not safe for work. But I was gonna I just, say you can't give it the NSFW tag. I'm just gonna. I'm, no, it's not NSFW. I just. I don't know. It's raw. Like, it's a yeah. real conversation. So some yeah. people, you know, you don't want to blare it when we t- start screaming out something random. I'm just saying ahead of time. But at the same time, if you're, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I'm going to do our r- quick roll call of sponsors, and we're going to see how many of those. Uh, it's a game we, we're now calling. A new game. <laughs> yeah. Roulette with our Does sponsors. Does Andy 
Has Andy heard of them? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that's all right. good. This is fun. All right, well, uh, Dale, why don't you kick off with our first sponsor? I'll just let you pick. It's it, you got a gambit yeah, to go f- with. Do I have to guess what the like company that sponsors you does, or is it going to be really? Yeah, they're pretty, that could be pretty, an pretty interesting. Yeah, no, just go for it. Just don't say that last word. So if you say like if Kevin Black's company, if yes. Kevin Black's, just don't say what the rest of it does, and just see if he can figure it oh, out. This is gonna okay, be I'm doing terrible. Kevin Black because that's an easier oh, one than the other name. You're garbage water. All right, so first off, we got Kevin Black. At Man of War, and he is an amazing guy. He's gonna hook you up with some awesome stuff. And what does he do? Boat dealership. No. <laughs> oh my Close, God, um, I think that's ish. fantastic. Eh, maybe. So yeah. what is it? He's a tattoo artist. Oh, way off. And he's an awesome tattoo artist. That was pretty a good. Beautiful tattoo. Artist. That's pretty good. Are we gonna get tattoos? I, I don't have any tattoos. Ooh, you should get one. You should get one. I should get one. I should get one from. Man of War tattoo in Fairhope, Alabama. But that's a I could have teed, we could have teed that up and done a cheesy one and just been like, "Hey Andy, you got any tattoos? Sure, don't. Well, you should head on down the Man of War tattoo and get yourself a tattoo in a boat. And that's and that's and Man a boat. of War tattoo. Go boat yourself. <laughs> no, I'm wow, really afraid bite. of needles. But what what we got next? Oh, I'm I'm oh, not Kevin a needle doesn't, fan either. Kevin doesn't use needles. I, Dude, I didn't even when he did mine, and I didn't even know. I was like, "You're done." He's like, "Well, you, you got a baby size tattoo, but yeah, it, he I does didn't feel it." Sleeves. His work is sick yeah like, he's i legit. love them i think they're cool i just like i don't have anything that i'd want, like want to get that's what i thought too yeah that's what now i'm off saying. now i'm off and running with a, a new oh. tattoo idea that's amazing that's what they say they you say wait, though. they say once you start like it's like a it's like a pringles lunch you pop you can't <clears> stop <throat> all right so our next uh official sponsor in this game is going to be dirt coaster academy dirt coaster academy for all your dirt coaster needs what do they do I mean, off-road, off-road scootering, off-road razor scooters, dirt coaster, <laughs> or a, or a theme park that is just filled with soil. <laughs> to, I mean, you want to ride the dirt coaster? coaster? Yeah. That is, yeah, kind of. that's pretty close. Is that a bike park? Or is it no, a no, it's actually it's it's training. It's bike oh, training, sweet. mountain nice. bike training. Yeah, cool. they're legit. The guy, uh, uh, Toby and Nina, run it. Uh, the fun thing about Toby is legit rider. Nina's a fantastic XC rider. All the respect in the world for her riding skill and all that. Toby, however, is. I'm going to say, I don't know how old he is. He's over 50, but the dude wins golds at mm. the Go Nuts race. Like, he's legit one of the best riders I've ever seen. Like, he, it's insane. We took him on some stuff when he came and rode with That's who broke her arm, by the way. Oh, yeah, got yeah. it. But when he came and rode with us, we were like, hey, this is a trail. You didn't get to ride it, but this is a trail that's real narrow, and we don't know how to. It's like these trees. You kind of have to hop through it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he rode it one time. And Dale's pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Dale's on that long ass bike. And then Toby comes up and literally, like, full speed is like, <laughs> Mm. Like done. It's like the conversation we were having the other night where it was like, you brought up the idea of when you watch a downhill rider for real, like it's not, it's not what you think. Take the fastest person, you know, and they're garbage. Oh, water. like the fastest, fastest person, you know, and have like seen, and then you just watch them get dusted. Right. Like watching like Nico or Luca ride some stuff is like, you could like the ground shakes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, he's not maybe that good, <laughs> but he's very good. But right? also on the cross country side, it's a little because you said he's an XC. No, guy. He, he's, he's an enduro guy. Oh, she's XC. So you get kind of a combination of both. Cool. Yeah, they're good. They're good peeps. Nice. Um, you want to get the next? And one? he also has developed Bog Chitto. Oh, he's sweet. been the driving force. Yeah. Um, there nice. to get they got a new pump track that's about to be done too. It looks yeah. pretty rad. And we'll circle back to that because I think there's some interesting things he did. Some stuff that we'll tie in later on to talk about with you about. But they did some stuff kind of not rogue they did it like us they did it the right way but they did some things that were really interesting from a development standpoint we'll circle back to that just cool. so it's part of our conversation the next one is so i'm gonna go with hop and skip 
<laughs> with Aaron Friesmeyer because if I say the actual name, it's okay. You have to say it because yeah, these aren't really sponsoring the brand. All right, yeah. uh, Run and Try here in Mobile, Alabama, is our oh. next sponsor. So it's like a try shop. No. Oh, really? It's actually just basically running shoes, uh, nutrition. But it's um, like a storefront. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah this okay. is a yeah, running shop. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he uh, he outfits us with all of our running gear, our shoes, and yep. he's got an endless, boundless amount of knowledge mm. um, when it comes to fitness and training for stuff. So he keeps us all healthy. Mm. He's uh, He does a pretty good job, of, even like on the nutrition side. Just mm-hmm. giving us, like, he'll tell you, like, that stuff's garbage. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, why do you carry it in your store? There's like, eh, you know. That's. I mean, that's probably the person you want, though. Like, no, just get, get, sure. get the most yeah. honest feedback from somebody who's probably really qualified to give it, and he's, somebody that t- tries it himself. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He and, physically yeah. uses it, and yeah. so he'll even say he sold me some stuff like um, uh, what is that stuff called? New cow. Oh, what's the crap I like? New new claw, white claw. Oh, I new, thought it was tailwind. Now tailwind is okay. There's okay. the other one that's the no carb oh, thing. Sca- scratch. Mm-mm. I like scratch. No, not scratch. Uh, the starchy stuff we sold them out yeah. of. We don't say yeah. it on here anymore because we like it. Yeah. And no one ever, and I can't ever, remember. ever went and bought That's it. That's why we can't say it anymore. Are you <laughs> not saying it because you think they should pay you to say no, it? No, we also we're, we're old, no. Andy, <laughs> and we forgot the name of it. <laughs> on, it's, like, uh, it's not on cloud. That's no, shoes, bro. That's the shoes that he sells. He's the number it's one like on new, cloud It's like new, new. Is it goo? No. no so, so it's it's a, okay. it's a slow carb. So it's a high carbohydrate. That, yeah, it's this modified starch. It's a high carbohydrate that works slow, that burns slow, but mm-hmm. does not keep a bunch of carbs in your system. Oh, it's really good. Like it, like you can physically, if you're riding, like you can physically yeah, feel it hit it's you. It's better. It's really interesting, and there's no energy bump and craziness. It's really good shit. Hmm. Also, yeah, if you would good. like to know what it is, go back and listen to some of our old episodes. <laughs> right? Available on Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere. Absolutely awful. By the way, the, the only thing about this that it's is not safe for work can, is that way. we don't edit uh, language, so you're allowed to say whatever you want. So if oh, you want no, to drop um, 46 f-bombs, you're hey, free. it's called yeah. you can. By the way, I just you remembered can. you can. I don't. I don't want to swear a bunch because a I might meet my wife from doing this, Ooh. and there's a very small percentage. That's how of, I met my wife. Of possibility that my live now watch on this. dating the rebellion. <laughs> Dude, there's, we there's pay, an idea. No, we should make uh, bikes only, like farmers Ooh. only, so bikers only. That's that's gonna be a terrible a place. Only. That would be like that would, I, and I know it's this just is, a bunch of cheap people who complain a lot. No, no. <laughs> this is re- this is recycled content. But uh, I don't know if you saw uh, Brendog's take on like the Supercross athlete versus like fastest downhill racer in the world, and like. It, he was using like Justin Barsha versus like himself, and yes. he was like, "Oh yeah, like Dustin Barsha like meets a, a a young lady, and you know he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to a race, and he takes her to A one, and he's got whatever like he's got her in the Honda truck and like in a box, <laughs> and then like mountain bikers are like, you ever you ever been to Fort William before? You like you've been <laughs> rained on, and like like the she got she's like just gnats everywhere, and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do two runs, and you have to walk up the side of a mountain to get there, and maybe you'll see me, and maybe not. It's right. like we're not a breed that's really, uh, I don't think very appealing. But you no, guys, I think you're better to marry in. Like you're better to to bring someone with you if you're lucky enough to bring someone with. But then you don't want to marry inside the industry. I've done that. I mar- my wife is a costume designer in the movie industry. Okay, and so when when we were together, like it, it's fine. But every once in a while, like shit got real yeah. and i'd have to be like why the fuck is this person in the wrong outfit mm. right and it got real real fast i mean i slept on the couch that night even though i was the director i, I was the one that brought like it still didn't matter so you yeah. have to think about that like marrying into the industry well I, I i've talked about this before like i don't know that i would want to i think it would be awesome if it could be possible but i exist like my you guys obviously recognize this but like 
I sort of exist in a pretty niche space within mountain bike. Like free ride is sort of where I live. Like yeah. I don't race anymore, but like if I dated someone who rode mountain bikes, odds are we're probably not going to be doing the same thing, which right. I feel like is to your point. Like yep. you're going to start mixing in places that you don't want to be. And then you're both going to hate it. Yeah, no, it's the truth. It's a hundred percent the truth. So what you're saying is your goal on this podcast is to maybe get lucky with lucky shot coffee is a great way to start the come on is that really is that really a sponsor <laughs> well done I, was like, what? that was the most organic shit wow. ever. that's what you get here that was perfect wasn't he, it well he i assume i got well, I guess coffee, that one. though i messed up i was gonna I say uh, easy guess shot. Yeah, he would have believed you either way, though. That's what makes it so good. Mm-hmm. He would have been good. like, eh, "Lucky shot, what?" I mean, because that could go yeah. like south <laughs> yeah. in seven seconds. Mm. Yeah, it's a good. I'm not a bit huge coffee drinker. I mean, we talked about this, but yeah. like, I do like a good like. It's a, it's a coffee. great coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's low. It's low acid. She roasted herself. She she like. I mean, it's literally one of our riders' wives. She makes it. She does everything on her own. Like it's her primary. Bit, very passionate about coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a good bit about like because I'll get with her and be like, "Hey, I need this kind of bean." She. Uh, this past year for Christmas, I had her do a custom roast, so she did like a roast for us. So I got to kind of select the flavor and put it, not flavor, like flavored coffee, but you know, sure. what kind of beans we wanted to use. I'm a snob. Like I care about that kind of detail. So yeah. she's good. Lucky Shot's really good coffee. It's tasty. You can buy it at luckyshotcoffee.com. I assume they're probably like sourcing it pretty pretty ethically because I know like the coffee game is like, there's a there's a real, I don't know if you ever looked into it, but like there's a really dark side to like, like the avocado game. It's like avocado or like, yeah. And like, honey. Yeah. Honey's got real, you know, there's like a whole honey task force that does nothing but bust black market honey. That's legit. Whoa. Like with guns and shit. Like it's a legit thing. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. I heard about the avocado thing. Avocado and I've obviously you have like the diamond issue, mm-hmm. like, which I, I don't know if I'm sure it's still a problem, but it was sort of more sensationalized years and years ago. But yep. wow. I didn't know that the honey game, honey game. So legit. what is it? People are just like, it, what is the illegality to it? They're just importing it or what? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times what happens is the honey comes in. It's supposed to be U.S. honey or honey. From, uh, I'm trying to think of one of the other. I think Chile's a big spot for honey. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chile, if I'm wrong, but it's, it's a foreign country's honey. Sorry to the entire, the entire yeah. country of Chile. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, roll tide. But uh, <laughs> they... they um, so what would happen is the, the the origin is from Chile, and then as the honey is brought up, it's cut with Chinese honey. And the problem is Chinese honey, they don't. There's not the same regulations on pesticides and control. So sure. then what happens is organic honey is sold as organic, but it's full of really oh, dangerous. So toxins. they're just they're mislabeling. But they're selling it at a premium rate, so it's fraud, and it turns it. It's like a gold rush scenario. Wow. It's really crazy. So what you're saying is those companies haven't paid off the FDA like some of the, the other companies. The FCC won't let me be. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of scenarios where it's, I don't know, it's really fascinating. Type but stuff. when you're drinking Lucky, you don't have to worry about any of that. That's no, because it's spon- ethically sourced. And it's a sponsor. Of she handpicks every single being. Wow. <laughs> Dear Shannon, she, I'm does sorry. Some, she does some really awesome stuff with like uh, she she does the female blend. I don't know. I'm sorry, I forget the name. It's of like it. a it's like a girl power blend. It, yeah, the girl power. So what she Women's does, she does she buys the beans from female owned coffee farms. Oh, that's what's up. Coffee cool. bean farms. So they're and they're actually cautious about like oh, where yeah, they're. Dude, that's what's up. And yeah, she does another awesome. Beasley blend, which is for they donate money to the ASPCA. I think. Nice. Yep. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but. No, no, it's 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 it's, it's, it's some. I think it's ASPCA. Yeah. Um, 
the thing the thing that's interesting is like one of the things that we've always tried to do is make sure that if we're going to have somebody we align with some of the brands and, mm-hmm. and mentality and all that stuff if they go off and go rogue on us that's their business yeah. but in the meantime like if we can keep them happy um because it matters to us at the end of the day i'm just going to lead into conversation point one of the things that we've been talking about over the course of this weekend so so that everyone knows at home what's happened is uh andy was flown in we imported him from <laughs> not from Chile, <laughs> not from Chile. <laughs> yeah, He's thirty percent uh, Chinese honey. <laughs> yeah. um, no, yeah. we brought him in from. He came in from Georgia. He yeah. came in, rode the rebellion, got to experience that. Got broke off. Got broke off a little bit. That's true. <laughs> Which we—that's a whole other thing we should probably talk about moving forward. But yes, I mean, I was a good. I, you, you literally, you incriminated yourself. Dude, I got, I got broke harder than I've been broken in, in a long time. See, we go hard down here in the south. And I broke your brake lever off. It's all right. I can grow a new one. Well, <laughs> we and Chile, but it's fun. Like the trails are sick, but don't want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. But, but so the the whole part of what it was is coming down to talk about lots of different things. And when we met you through a uh, conversation with Chase, uh, and one part of that is is you know, in some ways, I feel like. Oh, let me let me put my whole thought together first. It's so the idea is he comes down, hangs out, rides with us. We have conversations, and one of the big things we talked about that I thought was kind of fascinating is we talked a lot about how maybe the culture in the Southeast is, is and I, we've talked about it on the show a lot, mm-hmm. especially after spending some time at Oak Mountain with what you guys did on, on tails. Mm-hmm. But the culture in the Southeast, the b- mountain bike culture is being overlooked. It's not often discussed as much as it should because what you see in popular media and popular culture and popular uh, mountain bike literature is the, the three coasts. Like you're either West coast, you're BC or you're East coast somewhere. Mm-hmm. And usually Asheville, right, or whatever the, the yeah. biscuit stuff, or like the far northeast. Like, there's a lot of good stuff in like New Hampshire and Vermont, but right. Yeah, like I think, but it's an East Coast side of things, and there's a whole middle part of the country that's yeah. being completely left out. And so we had jumped in some dialogue on that, and I thought it was kind of interesting. One of the things that brought up to I'm setting up this whole point is at dinner last night, and that's my most Rogan statement. I will make the whole at show. dinner last night. Yeah, at dinner at last Nobu. night, we were talking. When we were having dinner at Nobu last night. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> just crushing it. Like champs. For uh, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> is uh, one of the things that you and I talked about is you got one of the things that you enjoy about riding, and you can always just be like, I'm not going to answer that. So feel free. But one of the things that you mentioned that you enjoyed about, about riding for you was like what it does for you as a human being from a mental health standpoint. For sure. Yeah. Well, for sure. Uh, <laughs> There's a big inside joke there, but we're not going to get into it. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the aspect. We were just talking about this before. It's like the the sport where we're at is sort of at like critical mass, and which I think a lot can be done or said from the COVID boom. Like for us with Fox, like we were selling stuff like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. But it's because people were looking for something to do, and that for a lot of people happened to be riding mountain bikes. But to your point, yeah, like I am open. Like I'm a big advocate for mental health. Like I struggled big, big time. Yep. Publicly, will say it, like depression was like a big big aspect of like the year 2020 to like 2022 and i had moved from the midwest specifically chicago to the greater atlanta area which is where i still am and was just like in this rut and so like i i rode a lot as a kid like we grew up um in northern kentucky my family's from western pa um but like we (laughs) we grew up like poaching these like golf course rollers um, but point being is like, I got in this rut and was like, man, what things can I find that like 
bring joy or some sort of like peace to life. And it was just like going around trails. Like it was like yep. pushing my bike up the side of the hill and then coming back down and do it again. Um, and I think that the mental health aspect, which amongst a lot of other stuff too, that I'm sure you'll get to is like, you can solve a lot of your problems by doing things that make you happy. And I think for a lot of people, like being on bike is a good way to do that because it's a stress reliever, it's community, yep. um, it's being part of something bigger than yourselves. Like, for example, the Oak Mountain Project, which I'm sure we'll get into. Um, but it all sort of wraps itself into like the concept of, hey, like I can separate myself from whatever kind of internal or external problems you have and just have fun while doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the. I think the the crucial side of that is, is, for me, I'm in the same boat, right? My depression runs it's run for a long time. We talked about it, like mine is not cool. something where people are like, oh, you can just take a drug. I, I refuse to. That's just a personal thing. Sure. Um, not saying that I'm not anti that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to Tom Cruise anything on the couch right now with Oprah style, but <laughs> that's an old reference. Jesus, you should do it right now. Stand on the chair. Maybe so. Um, but I do know that for me, like. Uh, I need it because as a creative outlet, like I burn a lot of energy mentally. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have that, then there's, there's usually a void inside of me. And if I don't use mountain biking to help fill that with another aspect of creativity, like I, it's almost like my brain has been rewired to constantly be on for some creative moment and mountain biking. We, you said something really brilliant, which I thought was awesome, which was the idea of line choice being something for you is like a creative thing. Yep. Yeah. T t could you mind kind of just yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think so it's because it's real. We that's were talking, I think we were talking about art. Like yeah. we were talking yeah, yeah, about it. the aspect of creativity and like, it's crazy because I have some relatives, um, we'll shout them out. And Andrea and Aunt Karen are both like artistic or I'm sorry, Aunt Terry, Aunt Karen as well. Um, are very artistic people from like a traditional sense. Um, I don't have an artistic bone in my body, right. but I think a lot of what I do carry is a creative mindset. And there's this like, there's this process of like picking, I don't know, 300 feet of trail and being like, I can ride this six different ways. And I think like the, the folks that are looking to pinch seconds on a race run, they do that. But there's a different way to do it. That's like, Oh, I could go around this corner high or low, um, or at half speed right. or at as fast as I can go. And it just sort of opens your eyes. Like, so a lot of that came from skiing. So like I used to ski quite a bit. It was pretty good. And I would look at like, I skied a lot of park and you'd see this jump and I was like, Oh cool. Maybe I can like slide up the side of it or like find this little butter zone. And on a bike, it's pretty similar because there's like not one, this is a big metaphorical phrase, but like there's not one line right. to like riding or life. And I think that like if you can go, oh, maybe I'll go a little bit right. Maybe your end goal, if your goal is to get to the bottom really fast or if somebody's got a camera out and you want to look good, maybe looking outside of the like line everybody's riding is the way that you can set yourself apart. Not to prove something to somebody, but to yourself to be like, oh, that was really fun. Um, so yeah, the, the line choice thing is like a... It's a weird metaphor, but I think it's super accurate. Well, no, I mean, it's real. We talk, we've talked about it before. Like, it's a big deal. There's a guy that ride, you got to see it and ride with him twice, actually, Jakey Poo. And Jakey Poo is like, that guy won't be on this podcast because he hates podcasting. He's just a bitter old son of a bitch for some reason. But that guy legitimately is this, 
uh, line choice guy. That's all he does is choose that. That's all. I mean, he literally, there's shots of him just standing, holding his bike. It's become a joke. He's staring at his bike as how, and he's not thinking about parts. I always thought it was about parts, but he told us, no, he's like, I just look at my bike and then I visualize what I'm going to do on the next one that I could do different than the first one. Mm -hmm. That's that guy's entire like ethos. And he has a high stress project management job. Whether he likes it or not doesn't matter. That's his rea- that's his reality. Sure. But that's how he zends himself into that, to your point. Same. It's pretty- yeah, like I'll go to so like we live in Duluth or I live in Duluth, Georgia, so I ride Big Creek. So shouts to Rambo. So it's Roswell Off Rada Mountain Bike uh organization. And like I'll go Big Creek on a Saturday morning and I'll ride the same trail like 50 times exactly. and I'll just like sit on a stump and be like, Oh, like let's try something else. Like, cause we're, 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 we exist in a niche area as it is like the gravity side of bicycles, like it's few and far between. Right. So we can't kind of go anywhere. Right. Um, but like if you find a place where you're like, okay, there's progression to be had here, you can sort of get into that. Whether it's like flow state or like Zen state or what, you can get into that zone and really just kind of like you come away. It's like, it's like doing an ice bath. You like get out. <laughs> we get back. You, although there's less suck by yeah, like riding right. your bike versus getting into an ice bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the feeling you get afterwards is pretty similar. No, you're no, just no. like, Oh, I feel like something that I don't know how to replicate. Sometimes I think that the mental health side is hit because when you're doing your trail, like your trail design or your trail ride or your, your, your shut your mind off to everything else except for, sure. for that. So like you constantly search for that, like few moments when you have that ability to just, and when you hit it and you're like, damn, that was it. Like the Zen that you're talking about that you get from like, damn, I just notched it. Like there's no way I could hit that trail better mm-hmm. unless I changed totally the whole thing. Yeah. But I think that that's what we, we do it as trail builders too. Like, I go out there and shut off. There's no worry. Like the only worry I have is, damn, that stump is right in the way. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Like, but everything else is just gone. You yeah. know, like it's a disconnect. And I think that's like our, our, maybe our back to our roots of humanism, like back in the woods with no technology and like yeah. the rudimentary parts of life. Well, that too. And I think like for me, at least the, there's this like inverse of like the more flat out you are, the more yeah. like still your mind is. Because it's like, if you're really that locked into like, I'm going to go a thousand miles an hour down this mm-hmm. section of the trail, like we'll use tails, for example, yep. like that's a trail where you pretty much like, if you're thinking about other stuff, you're going to get broke. And I'm sure Chase will tell you the same thing. Like, yeah, no, we wrote you, it. Said, me, you said something though that's interesting about Chase, which is like, that trail is Chase. It's and literally frankly, human. Like if Chase Draper, which shouts to Chase, uh, if Chase were a trail, like tails. That's hundred percent. The thing is, it's, it's it's that focus game. It's the same way with conversation with him. Yeah. If you take your your mind out of that conversation for any second, he got you. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's it. And once he, you know, I'm gonna and, get roasted so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be brutal. <laughs> hey, but listen. once he gets you, then like once he's like an uh, emperor. Chase will appreciate this. I don't think you're a Star Wars guy. You definitely will. Oh, I ch- love Star Wars. Oh, okay. Well, Chase is in my mind. He's Palpatine for sure. He's a hundred percent. He's just always his brand. Like I, this isn't the Chase Draper pod, but like. He's always, you can just tell in his brain, like something's always, there's something's turning. Like well, he's just, he's, he's getting ready for something. One of the things I thought was interesting that he's done up there, we, we were floored. So we went up there and, and I don't, you, you may or may not heard this episode, but like we, we jokingly called it walk the rebellion. We failed miserably up there. Like yeah, storytellers way, storytellers nuts. It's way yeah. beyond our pay grade. You can see what we practice on. So most of Oak Mountain, we can handle a lot of that stuff. Storyteller is not something we can prepare. We can't train for it. We don't have the rocks to train for that. Right. 
So we go up there and Chase is like, Hey, you guys got to try tails. And we go do that. And, and we didn't know, I guess at the time we knew a little bit about it, but he kind of gave us a rundown and I think it was more of a preview. It wasn't officially open. Yeah. When did y'all go? Like how, how was, roughly like when? Cause I was, know, you know, when they were still having a little drainage problem at the bottom. Uh, roughly, yeah. Yeah, it was that. It was that. Cool. It was right before right officially before, opened. Yeah. So before, like, we were there doing the ribbon cutting yes. and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we may or may not have rode it that day. <laughs> For, we I mean, previewed it. <laughs> we walked down it. We walked the rebellion. <laughs> we walked Which, all the way down it. Is that like the ride the rebellion light? It's just like walk the rebellion, dude. We could try the rebellion. No, there was, ride storyteller. We had to walk yeah, it. Stumbling. Down oh, just because it was so nuts. Yeah. It is gnarly. We couldn't do it. It's I mean, steep, we literally dog. walked it. We walked it like 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 total losers. Yeah, I think I got a video of Drew like walk like when he, after I walked down, not that I rode down, but he was like walking down. I was like, and this was the day that Ride the Rebellion became Walk the Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. like here's it's video steep. proof. I mean, it's like brutal. honestly, like that's apart from some zones that I'm not trying to gas Chase and Will and Reagan up as much as I'd like, although they deserve it. Like that storyteller trail is bananas like it's really steep because i went with will and Ab- did you meet will and abby i, I don't think i met will and he's abby. met him yeah so like we day. we were there for the ribbon cutting which was crazy because that was the first time i met chase like it was just the ribbon cutting oh look at this standing desk going up <laughs> yeah it's going crazy on me so we were there <laughs> walls when you got the white claws <laughs> apparently <laughs> the standing desk with the claw um yeah we were there and like we did the whole day and and then at the end of the day will was like yo come look at this and we pushed up to that like on off the rock mm-hmm. dude dude it's real time it's it's some i mean that is legit like yeah so so to circle back which is a great way to say this that's what I'm saying is interesting about the Southeast. Like that's stuff that I didn't know was happening in Birmingham, which is three hours away from what you rode today. Yeah. I mean, obviously the terrain, that difference, three and a half, four hours, major difference in terrain, mm-hmm. but that's a legit ride. And then you go even more North. One of my favorite haunts is I love riding in Chattanooga. Like I like the trail system there. I think it's yeah. fun. I've not done Knoxville because everyone told me I'm not there yet. And that's cool. Yeah. My understanding, I'm probably not there yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, I just actual son, but I mean, maybe. I mean, no. Yeah, no, no, your limits way. for sure. I appreciate you being uh, cordial in that manner. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> we are walk the rebellion. To be fair, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> the, you're just gonna strike the title out and just yeah. walk instead. Yeah, of we ride. did it on that episode. We, we retitled. Oh, really? The whole thing. Yeah, 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 sweet. But like seeing the southeast and that side of it, it looks like, and I don't know how far it's going, but it's fascinating to me to see how it's growing. And one of the things I thought was interesting, uh, look, Alabama we've got a lot of sins of the past. We've got some errors. We got some stupidity, but we're trying like people here are trying and we're always trying to grow and do something. I was floored. I think you and I had a conversation off camera, not on the podcast. This Mm -hmm. is not, this is not being obsequious to use my expensive word towards your company or the company you represent. But literally we were floored like, wait, Fox sponsored a trail Mm -hmm. in Alabama. Yep. And like, and Chase did that. Like, yeah. no offense, Chase, but like, and Chase helped make that happen. Like, how does that? And it's a, is it part of the trail trust? Is that what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, basically what, what it is is obviously the name of the trail makes sense because, and this might be a good opportunity to deliver my gifts. Um, but our name, right? So there's, Fox Racing and Fox Factory. There is a tie between the two. It's actually the guys who started them both are brothers. But we're the tail um, because they flipped a coin. One got heads, one got tails. So we're Fox Factory and our O is a tail. 
Um, and so it just so, and I don't know exactly what the ethos or how it came to be. I'm sure Chase does and, and Scott Vickery, who's another Fox guy out of Trustville, Alabama. Um, it, it wasn't, it was a sponsored deal or a, or a, uh, finance or granted deal from trail trust which is our nonprofit organization or nonprofit arm that's that's sort of geared to um making the sport of cycling whether it's gravel mountain bike downhill like you name it or i guess trail downhill whatever right, right, right making it a little bit more accessible because historically it's not a particularly equitable space i mean you guys know like shit there's what you rode everything you rode there was hand cut there's not but, a single machine in there. No, no, no. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is it's like... The, it's brutal. To, it's to a, get it. Well, it's a free sport right. of, after you get over the barrier to entry. <laughs> Correct. Okay, good but point. But that's like what we talked about last night. It was like, I don't think that the person <clears throat> or the individual that wants to get good at riding bikes needs a $5,000 or $10,000 bike. You can have tons of fun on something you bought at Academy or Dick's Sporting Goods. Fair enough. At some point, you're going to be like, okay, I've, I need to go bigger i need to have a better rig um which is where the problem exists um but yeah so back to the the tails thing it was it was a relationship that was built through us and oak mountain by way of chase yep. and we're i mean our name's on it so it's got our trail trust stamped into the our trail trust logo stamped into the the trailhead sign so yeah it was it, it i mean again if people haven't ridden it it's open now obviously if you ride it wet you're a piece of shit but yeah um, don't ride it wet yeah it's chase so will good. find you he will he, he, he actually will, will find he you. will he will hunt you uh, down yep yeah he is he becomes uh -oh. liam neeson's Sasquatch. Sasquatch on a Sunday. You got Sasquatch, Sasquatch on a Sunday. Every podcast that? that dude walks that by. That is crazy. Sasquatch. Taking out his trash. I should have him take out our trash just so we could do it. Um, yeah, that guy, every single episode yeah. we've ever recorded, he walks past yeah, the he window. he walks by. We've never shown him. One day I'm going to have him on the show. He's kind of he's kind of silly that way. We are silly because we pay attention to Sasquatch. Fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I think it's kind of fascinating. If, if you guys... so. You don't know the origin of how it got connect connected to to Oak Mountain, off the top of your head. Not off the top of my head, no. So how does the, so? What is the scenario for somebody to go about? Obviously, there's yeah, got to be. Chase it applies. can't just be well, like stick your hand out. So if that's the case, I do know. Yeah, yes. you can't just yeah. go to Fox and be like, correct. So please. and that's part. So I get what you're asking now. So the way that Trail Trust works is, let's say you have. Um, you know your trails here yeah and you're looking for some support to develop and grow your local scene you can reach out to us and say like here's our proposition um you know here's why we think that we should be supported by y'all and that's what chase and his team did yeah. they reached out to us and we've done it like the list is really long um of like the trail networks in north america and globally like i'm like we're actually uh, I think fairly recently, um, Taiwan. So we manufacture bike in Taiwan. Yep. Um, and the scene there is like kind of indifferent, but we've started to work with folks there to help develop trail networks. Um, so yeah, to, to your point that Chase and Chase's organization bump reached out to us and said, Hey, we think we're doing something good. What, um, what got him to get our name on it? I actually don't know other yeah. than maybe he's just a slick negotiator. Which I'm probably he's good. freaking Papeltine. Yeah, he just held him down. He, you, no, I mean, but, he's the emperor. He's but also, emperor. like what they're doing, like you guys were there. Like what they're doing there is incredible. Like yeah. you go and ride those trails with the sort of crew that they have, and the vibe is 
awesome. Yeah, it is. Yep. Like, there's no ego. There's nope. no, like, I'm better than you. Like, it really is. Like, and, and even in the, in the three or four months I've been involved with Chase and those folks, like, I'll drive two hours for the weekend to get there and ride with those fools. Like, yeah. it's just such a fun group of people. And Bump and Grind, which I'm sure we'll talk about too, is the race. I think it's at the end of June. Um, I might stand corrected it's here, but I believe. It's like June 10th. Early June? Okay. Yeah. yeah early, dates yeah. are kind of beside me, but um, we're pushing hard for that. Um, we're behind it. Uh, our Trustville, Alabama team is going to, I think, provide some vehicles. Um, at least per chase to, to shuttle some folks. And I think chase and the race organizers, um, are going to have some access too. So yeah, that's, and it's awesome because it's not no offense to the Southeast like race organizers, but that's chase and his crew and us doing it. Like there's no, there's no backing to that. It's just purely grassroots and it's, it's going to be big. The one thing uh, uh, you didn't get to go, right? Is that the story? The bump and grind? grind? Yeah. Yeah. I got last. Remember, right. I'm still bitter about that. Yeah, because you DFN'd. DNF did not finish when I asked for DNS because I said a day for night. I Sorry, that's an industry term. I couldn't go. I got. I signed up to pull, to race the Super D, I think, and I messaged Chase was like, "Hey, keep my entry fee. I want to support the the race, but mm-hmm. I can't come." I said, "Just don't put DNF on my thing because I want to look like a bitch." Put DNS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so they're, they're like, you never started. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you never didn't no, finish. He you DNF'd just, me. Uh, so. Still bitter about that. It happens from time I'm to time. I'm not that bitter. I'm just. Did fine. you? So, so is there more? So, what's fascinating to me is like, is, does that mean that there's more trails beyond? So, so what we're seeing from that trust, that trust, what you just said is essentially that's global. The trust mm-hmm. is a global trust. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Crazy. a it's an like uh, organization or effort put forth by Vox Factory as an like as a company. Like it's. It, it's extremely inclusive. But it's um, relatively new though, right? Extremely new. Yeah, yeah, it is It is very new. I think uh, 2021? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's super... I mean, there's other companies that are doing it. Like Santa Cruz has pay dirt. Um, Specialized, I think, has a program. Yeah, what's theirs? It's called Getting Freaking, Mountain, uh, Getting Santa Cruz, is, that's, that's a pretty good name. Pay dirt's pretty good. Yeah. No, and, that, and that's cool. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not with them, so yeah, shut the hell like, up, sir. I'm well, gonna talk about Fox. No, Santa Cruz is cool because they got like the syndicate and stuff that's like that. Yeah, that's, that's their awesome. downhill race. Yeah, yep. the yeah. Santa Cruz syndicate. Which I just mean awesome. from branding standpoint. I mean, oh, it's yeah, great. great. I mean, I, the catch is pay dirt is very industry, like I, yeah, inside baseball. Name, like man. you have to, but you have to know what it is. It's not as good as uh, Fox Factory Trail Trust, though. Trail Trust is better because it. <laughs> no, in fairness, from a branding standpoint. You I'm can just saying, tell like, what it is. more people like you could go ask Sasquatch guy, and he would know what that is more than if I said, "Hey, what do you think Pater it is?" Do you know what I'm saying? Fair, yeah. Not it's trash anybody. Horses for courses. Don't don't uh, I, let me cut away from you. So you're not responsible for anything that just happened. Oh no, it's this is we're just chatting. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> no. I'm just throwing the shade. Um, when when so so if it's that big of a space and it's reaching out there, I mean, is there like a target thing that you guys are chasing? Because it seems like a lot of times these corporate things, the challenge with some of the corporate stuff is is great intentions come in, yep. right? And then it's like it gets hard and it gets challenging, and mm-hmm. then there's you get an influx of people. Um, that's why to me, as a as a person who lives in Alabama, who rides, who has ridden Oak Mountain, or who appreciates Oak Mountain and sees the culture developing, I think it's a big deal to see something happen that close to us, right? right. That makes us feel like, wait a second, we're not part of the normal network. Like, that's a big deal. To, now we're suddenly, wow, we, it gives us inspiration and spirit, which interestingly enough, makes us more protective and more interested in our own trails, mm-hmm. right? 
because it it does. It's if you bring people up by making them feel included and special, yep. then that's how you literally change entire environments. Definitely. But it seems like there's. Is, do you feel like there's a longevity? Is there a plan in place for them to like keep going with this? Is it one of those things of like? It doesn't feel like a PR move, but no. I'm just asking. I'm throwing you under the bus a little bit. No, 100% not. And it, like as easy as that might feel or sound to say like, yeah, this is just a clever PR play for a big, you know, bike OEM or or like the whole other side of our business too is powered vehicles. So it's right. like Ford Raptor and Ford, you know, Bronco Raptor. But the truth behind it is it's like the the folks that are pushing trail trust and are the originators of it actually want to see the sport become a little bit more, or not a little bit more because it's frankly, it needs to be a lot more inclusive and equitable. Yep. Um, and like, like I said, with how, how you asked, how do you get involved? Like you just reach out right. because we don't look at it as like, Oh, you have to be, you know, uh, a certain number, like let's use Sorba, for example, or, or your local Sorba chapter. Like you have to have X number of members to, for us to consider you. Like you don't. Um, the other piece too is like, it's a sport historically dominated by males, right? right? Specifically white males. Right. And I think that why that has been is A, it's, it's a scary thing to do, which I don't know that that has anything to do with white males being involved, but you you may f- make others feel a bit alienated because they think oh i i'm not going to be welcome here or um you know if like let's say you're uh, a woman who's who wants to get into the sport like it's got to be pretty intimidating yeah, we right? talk about it all the time like can you imagine like in any other circumstance just as dudes let's say we're right. going into a sport and we step into a scenario as men where i'm married he's married you're not right you're going to find your wife on this podcast though it, as, it, as we walk in and you walk into an environment that's nothing but, you know, people who identify as the opposite from yeah. you, right? Sexually. And so you're standing in this space and there's a, someone who does not, is in the different space. That is intimidating as all get out. Like in any way, shape or form. Because now all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a second. I don't, I, you're going to be on your best behavior a little bit more, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to feel intimidated to be like, man, I don't want to do anything to, not physically over, I, I just mean like, I could screw that up so fast. I have the ability to swallow my foot faster than anybody on earth. Mm-hmm. And I could do that and say something or do something. But also I'd be a little afraid of like, I can't compete with them. What if they're really gnarly and good at it? Like, I mean, the same goes though. Like I always but flip I, it. Is I, what I mean, flip it. Right. That's like, what I mean. I, I so like now you have to a woman pl- that comes in. It's all dudes. Like, come on, we're all broing out. And all exactly. And it's yeah. like, we would be, I don't even, there's not a fair thing. This is like, there's not a fair way to even compare, but like, let's say we got involved with, a sport that we've never done that's historically or currently dominated by women, right? We would be in the same boat of being like, I don't want anything to do with this yep. because they know what's going on. Yeah. Like I like to watch my, my mom and dad, um, they live in South Carolina. I won't like dox them, but they have been recently <laughs> first going time to, docs. Yeah. First time docs. <laughs> Um, they've been like going to these equestrian events yep. and it's like, there you go. I look That's at a that great one. Yeah. Like I look at that a data chick that and I'm like, absolutely pardon my language, but fuck that. Like it looks terrifying because yep. you're, you're not, you're, it's like, yeah, we dance around on our little bikes, but you're on like a thousand pound horse oh, jumping over these gates. Yeah. I, he's I, like legit me scared. Too, dog. I hate him, bro. I, I, they're gorgeous, majestic animals, but I don't want to be mm-hmm. anywhere near them because have you like seen how strong a horse is? <laughs> yeah. And then you have these like young gals that are just like 
ripping these like they're just going crazy on these horses and i'm like look respect it forever but i want nothing to do with that i uh i i dated a young lady and she was like all right well, i'm gonna show you how to post because there's a way you ride english saddles western saddles one way and so she had me posting you're so tired by the time you're done with it like I'm not. I'm just not physically, mentally, or emotionally built for how much work it is to ride a horse yeah. and what they're doing. I, ironically enough, you end up using some of that skill set when you're on a bike. <laughs> it's just, it's not a thousand pound animal, right? You're talking about maybe a yeah. heavy e bike you're dealing or, with, or like, like even like look at moto. Like I, yeah. I love watching moto. I have zero interest in ever getting on a moto because I, a, I, I think it'll be it. Y'all, y'all have to come to my funeral, right? But like. It's just one of those things where it's a, it's an, an intimidating thing, as is the going back to it like the gravity focused aspect of mountain biking. Like it's I mean, you could die, like you could reasonably die every time you go riding. Right. We 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 say this a good bit. One of the things that that we try to do is like a local. I mean, I can't speak to to chapters of of Enba and all that stuff. I, I'm not anti any of that stuff. But what I know is what we found was we could remove all the blockades and be like, hey. If you're cool, come ride. And so, like, yeah. that's what the Reb became. And so, for us, it was more like... And that's what I feel like Oak Mountain's doing really well. Like, well, so have, you guys are doing well, too. Yeah, well, I like, appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. But it's like being able to roll in there. And so, <laughs> we go hang out, and it was, it was... After a while, it's just people started showing up, and more and more people showed up. And then it was like, you know what? Let's grab this. And shout out to, like, Carrie for being, like, ballsy enough to, to be fucking standing in the middle of the situation. Carrie's her own. Carrie carries her own. Like, she, will, she won't even take shit from me and Dale. She'll talk shit about this exact conversation back to us because she's strong enough to do that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she shows leadership in that space. And then she turns around, and as soon as there's an opportunity to bring somebody in, she'll do, a, like, a ladies' night ride or something else. And then she's telling them about it. So it's just the fact of, like, instilling the confidence in each other to say – I learned from Carrie and she's saved my ass more times than anybody uh, on certain ride stuff. She's learned from us. We've all gotten to be better riders. That's what the community's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be this bullshit of like stupid ego. And that's what I think is fascinating. Like outside of the major hubs, I can't speak to it. I don't live on the East coast. I don't live in BC. Obviously I don't live in that space, but what I see is like these smaller little pockets. Yep. You get this really pure mountain biking. And it's people yep. who just really love that bike and they really love to ride. Yep. And I think too, it's like the person I want to ride with is like, because we've all been there, right? You're, you meet a group of people. They're all probably way faster and better than you. But like the person I want to ride with is like the one who, who is feeling like they're the slowest in the group or they're like new to the sport, man, woman, whatever. doesn't yep. make a difference. Yep. But like, I know what it feels like to be like sort of the low person on the totem pole in the like bike space. Yeah. And like, Every time a new person comes to ride with us, I'm like, let's go. Like, yeah. like let's go what what, at done. whatever pace you want yeah. or whatever feature you want a session. Like, I'll hang out with you all day. I don't care. Like, I mean, that's that, literally what he did. I mean, that that's the whole nice. thing. Like, Dale, Dale is – the reason we say this is a zero-drop podcast is because quite literally he would do these zero-drop rides where, like – Also, I mean, that's other what dudes would, would no, yeah. I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask about that. Other dudes would blaze away and, and leave people, and Dale's like, hey, come on, and just encouraging and doing the Stoke thing and sharing it. No, I would make fun of you when you caught back up. Now he will make fun of me. He made fun of me for years and that, or for months. But it's like a it to me growing up in the athletic sport world, like that's your rite of passage, right? Like yep. everybody started there. Everybody sucked once. Nobody came out of the womb like, dude, I'm gonna go rip this bike and I'm gonna show up at group rides and beat everybody's that. No, it didn't happen like that. So once you get to that point where you are beating everybody's that, you don't have to act like you never felt that, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you said, you know what it feels like because we all started there. But I think that. What we've done 
to our credit is like we've built a community where there's no cool trails, right? And then we built the trails with the community. Yeah. So it's like they have ownership of what we have. And I think that's what Chase that, is that's doing. That's the key though. Yeah, you got to the give key, them ownership. The key is ownership. And if that's yeah. what if that's if what the trail initiative it. ends up doing, if that's what you guys do, that's going to not only you're not going to change a sport because you came out with and I mean this complimentary I prefer uh, I don't prefer Rockshock. I prefer Fox over Rockshock personally. Different opinion. I just bought it because I like the color, bro. Can you guys please make him just a red? No, <laughs> no. I think I mean I'm not here to talk product, but like but I think everybody's making good stuff. If, if <laughs> yeah, no, you can't say those things on camera. But I'm just kidding. If if at the end of the day, if 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 that company can live up to that and help create that this micro community by doing those trails, mm-hmm. think about this. You and I are connecting. We connected on a on a, a level of how much it means to us from a uh, healthcare standpoint, mm-hmm. mental health for sure. Think about how many people they're going to potentially help. Like that's huge to me. Like that's like big. I get big about like you can't tell. Like it moves me for sure. So for yeah, me no, to it, see it, that that's fucking huge. That's yeah, big. and it, it's like one of those things where it's like okay, regardless of whether we did something for one person or five hundred people or five thousand, the the effort and the commitment on behalf of Trail Trust and on behalf of Fox Factory is genuine right and the you you'll never know until you experience it like right. i can sit here and tell you how great it is until my head turns blue but it's when you go and you hang out with like the oak crew then you're like okay we played a very small role in a very big thing yep and that makes everybody feel Dude. pretty good and it's it all comes back to like how we commit to diversity equity and inclusion as an organization because there there really isn't a way to quantify um, the feeling of knowing that like you put a smile on somebody's face or you played a part in put like we're not saying we solved it or we did it right but w- the contributions that we made big or small have gone to the point to where it's like people are like you guys are like let's talk more about this and that I feel like is is the way that a DEI initiative because at the end of the day, trail trust is an extension of our diversity, equity and inclusion team. And when done well, it's great. It's pretty hard to do well. Like it definitely is like you can get yourself into a corner in that space, like pretty easily because then you realize you might be offending someone or maybe you're not reaching all of the appropriate channels. Right. But I really do stand by the fact that, there was a ton of a ton of effort that went into making sure we did this right the first time and i think in the coming years you'll it'll start to become more apparent because this is still very new like this isn't like you know we've been doing this for right, 10 you said years you it's like 2 years right yeah, it's, it's extremely new yeah, yeah. it might even be i don't know the exact dates but it might be less than that right um so it's something that the effort is there the commitment's there and the the momentum that gains as we continue to invest in underprivileged communities or like you mentioned maybe some zones in the united states or the globe that just kind of get overlooked that's how you build something that's bigger like i said earlier like something that's bigger than yourself right so yeah that's kind of where we're at it's, today. it's crazy like because we've talked to to lay poo jakey poo about it um who again won't be on this podcast ever but he talks about like he lived in thailand and somewhere else singapore. maybe it was Thailand, singapore 
And dude, they were building trails. The trail was like just this one steep downhill. There's like two other guys that rode bikes and they hand cut this stuff and they would just send it and they'd crash at the bottom and they'd, but it's so free riding raw. It's the most raw stuff. And he tells these stories and you're like, dude, because it's pure love. It's literally Mm -hmm. the pure love of the bike and it's being in that. And there's no politics. There's no, there's no, um, there's no arguments there's no i mean i'm sure there is about like what is better what tires better stupid we talking about joking about earlier like what's the number one thing is it dropper post or 29 inch yeah yeah one by yeah one by dropper dropper. that that could be a new segment for your future guests would you rather give up your dropper or your one by that's that's his question question, that's a good question where are you on it because we we preach at it well i'd probably rather keep my dropper Really? Yeah, just because I can bang around those gears all day, but that dropper is so necessary. Yeah, but you could bring a tool, arguably. Oh, and just yeah, pop it down. And just pop it down and then I ride know. back up. Yeah, whenever you ride with someone that doesn't have one by and you hear them behind you, you're like... Just oh, crunching. God, just destroying their frame from the chain slapping around. And yeah. Like, it's scary sounding. I don't uh-huh. know. Maybe I'm Where torn. you want it? Did Maybe you I'm say? Torn. I would get... I think if I was... If I had to pick one, I would give up the dropper post. But also, I ride primarily just like winch your way to the top and blast down so like yeah if i have to adjust it once at the top with right. a wrench yeah think how suck it would be though if you're like suddenly doing xc and you're just like oh well Ugh. and then the other piece too is it's kind you kind of have a um a product progression issue and that like these big long bikes if you put a three by on there You'd oh, be yeah. smashing that chain ring. I don't even know if my everything. bike. My yeah. bike isn't even capable of it. Most aren't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's many left. No, that I don't are. think my frame can do the front derailleur. So, like growing up, I had a I had a giant actually Montgomery Cyclery. We were talking yeah. about Ohio, well, Kentucky. Um, Same thing. I had a my dad bought me a giant. Uh, it was a U. It was a Rincon, and it had a three by on it. And like one day, like he was at work, and I took the two, like I unbolted the other oh, yeah. two chain rings, and it was like I was like, oh man, this is the this is convenient because all it's my like friends a BMX bike now. That, that's exactly <laughs> why because like I had friends that rode BMX, mm-hmm. and I never had like a good BMX bike until kind of now, um, and I was like, oh, this is great. There was like a twelve tooth chain ring, mm-hmm. but it just looked cool. Right. And now here we are with like nobody's running a nobody's no. running a front mech. Well, and it's funny like we talked about this yesterday about how like. We were out at the Reb riding, and you look around, and how much money in bike parts and bike stuff is there. Like, we are consumers of the industry, you know, like, in a small niche area. But that's what I think is cool about Fox, like, reaching the Oak Mountain. Like, there's people riding everywhere. Like, hey, let's focus on some of those small areas that are maybe underutilized or under undernoticed or underrepresented. Well, it's also non-conditional. It seems like it's very, like the situation is a non-conditional, you know, like there's conditions that must be met, I'm sure, to to achieve the money. Yeah. But like you said, it's not based on these things. I'm sure it's like looking at it from, oh, wow, this, there's not an arbitrary This letter, this essay, whatever it is, was written so well, we're in, that's, but that that makes an argument for passion. Yeah. And that's to, to your point too, is like the prerequisite, what, like you could be building a pump track in downtown Atlanta or you could be building a full-fledged bike park like what Nico has done at Rock Creek and Canuga. Right. In our eyes, doesn't really matter. Like it's yeah. what you're committed to to give back that is what's most important because that's like I said, that's how you grow momentum and how you grow the the youth. Like I've shifted my whole sort of mindset as a rider from like, oh, let's try to race to like 
oh, I met a kid at the trails who's like on a hardtail and he's ripping. And I'm like, okay, let's make sure that this young gal or girl or, or guy or gal, um, like let's make sure that they stick with this and, but they also have fun with it. Yeah. Cause like we were talking about, it's like the whole Strava paradox mm-hmm. It's like, you can get yourself into a place where you, you kind of hate it. Like you just hate the sport because you're just yeah. chasing your KOM or you're chasing like no offense to the Strava folks, but like sometimes people get webbed or like wound into this web that like, Oh, my Strava time is like indicative of who I am as a person. And like that kind of seems wrong to me. We talked about, oh, I mean, that was a, a major, take. that was a major, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's a great hot take. Cause it was a major point. Like, we both are essentially dropped off. Like we don't allow Strava at the Rev anyway, just for privacy and security. I don't reasons. have it. I but still you, use it a lot for running. I just put my rides right. on there just to track the mileage. Essentially, but are you not I, fading it out? I'm gonna fade it out. Yeah, April's my subscriptions up, so yeah. I'm not mm. paying ninety dollars for that shit. It's ninety. Is it ninety dollars a month? Eighty dollars a year. Oh, a year. A year. I was still, like, oh my god. A year. It started at like nineteen a year. Okay, I can do that. Fifty last year. I think it was fifty nine a year, and I'm like, all right, that's Man. pushing it. They just keep raising the price. It's like Garmin does all of it for the same. And you can even do segments on there if you want. Whatever you want to do, it's on Garmin. Not a sponsor, Garmin. His, fa- his face. Uh, he's, he's I'm on you right agreement. now. He's making a face. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> face? This is his casting. I, ca- th- welcome to the I casting couch. I think that's, one of the, that, that's the face of someone who knows something. But we will not we won't, we won't go do oh, it. Like they have, no, s- Specialized already tried to do that. And what they I'm try just, to have I'm their ribbing, own, I'm like, literally ribbing thing. him. I'm ribbing him. I'm ribbing oh. him. No, I don't. I don't think there's anything in the works from a data acquisition standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I just he just was he was agreeing with you. Oh, he looked yeah, so yeah. agreeable. He looked like he was like it was I just, just didn't know it was that expensive. I was more shocked. Like the everybody's yeah, rate, like, have you seen? So I was a YouTube TV subscriber. Do you see what they're asking now? Yeah, they jacked it on me. I'm I, pissed. I canceled that. Oh, Did you really? Yeah, uh, no. I'll show you guys some stuff. And how am I going to watch my wrestling? Just get cable. That's all. It's, it's the big. It's the big circle. We're just all going to have cable. Oh, no, no but I've done this stuff, man. I'm I, you. I am. You're twenty something ish, almost thirty. Let's say I'm going to meet my wife on this podcast. <laughs> so let's not talk age. You're correct. <laughs> he's he's younger than me and Dale. Yeah. I'm the oldest <laughs> in the room. What is it? Old enough. <laughs> Old enough. I'm just saying, like, for me, the thing that's crazy is that, like, I've been through this game before of cycles and doing all this stuff, and, like, it starts to suck after a while. Where yeah, you're constantly- you just do what I do, and you, we can talk off air about what I do, but... He's committing crimes. I'm not. Somebody is. I just use my VPN. I'm in Thailand when I watch TV, boys. Oh, Seriously, I can watch anything I want. Well, I feel like the VPN thing, like, we're like, well, this is good because we're getting off the like heavy stuff, I'm trying to keep it light. No. Um, <laughs> no we're, not that we're anything we've talked about is particularly heavy. He's going to go to incriminate this. you. Maybe you're going to lose all your sponsors for the pod, but no, that's not my problem. No, they're secure. No, they, they're, they're, secured. they're secured. But like, the everybody promotes, like, the, every podcast I listen to is like promoting a VPN. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, NordVPN. Yeah, listen specifically. Nord, here we, here we no, are. Listen, hi, bleep, I'm Drew with NordVPN. <laughs> yeah, bleep this out because they're right. Cut the check, right? <laughs> yeah. Bleep VPN is on like everybody's podcast. No, yeah. We're not going to say the other one either that you said earlier, but it's true. What's it? When we were going to get drinks, you didn't say it. Up. No, because they are going uh, to. We want them Alpha, to pay us. No, Gamma, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. When I said I was getting a electrolyte drink oh yeah we don't yeah we're s- not saying that because saying that potentially that. could be a sponsor they're not going to sponsor they're in our niche they could anything's possible anything's possible they're not going to sponsor because i say roll tide too much that's actually oh. true that yeah i mean i can't help it and and i'm not gonna ever are you a big bama fan 
Oh, I mean, you say roll well, tide. I'm not a Florida no, man. No, down here, roll tide is like a term of I'm awkward and I'm done talking and I might have said something. No, I it's not. Have. No. Roll oh, tide like, is what you can, you can use roll tide for anything you want. Like, yes. I would suggest you don't use it in Georgia because you might get murdered. I wouldn't use um, it anyway. Sports listen. murdered, folks. Sports murdered, different yeah, things. Like, murdered. sports hate yeah. is a real thing. Sports murder. Atlanta's crime is so small, he won't have to worry about getting murdered. In that's Atlanta. not the kind of murder. I mean, sports <laughs> murdered. So that's physical murder. That's, that's physical murder. Big difference. <laughs> Sports you, murder. Like, like so you have sports hate. You have. Uh, I know you have sports hate. Yeah, roll tide is a sports hate. Of it mine. is not a sports. I feel hate. like I'm with you on that. I you feel know like, why they say roll tide? No, because they can't spell elephant. Oh. <laughs> oh you know what the number one party school in America is? Ohio University. Oh, you, my mom. Oh. See, we both dox my mom. My mom's a bobcat. That's what I'm saying. We know. Yeah, I was gonna say OU. (laughs) Terrible. No, my mom for real. Like my mom's an Ohio University alum. Hey, Playboy did the whole big story about it. Oh, let's change the topic. She's a great. (laughs) Your mom and Playboy. (laughs) No, no, no. no. This went so well. This is exactly what we're after. If she was, I probably would have not been asking to go on dates from being on this podcast. That's true. <laughs> the best, the best part about it getting awkward is that it just gets so good. That's like when the, the meat. Of t- well, all right, so what is the what is the shift you see? Like, so you obviously have uh, an eye into the industry that we don't have. You're seeing things, but at the same time, you may be on the forward side of that. But we're the ones, and not that you're not, but like we're living it with the delay of production or with the delay of product turnaround or with whatever. What do you see? Is like. What do you see is like the future shifting? Because it seems like the industry, and I'm not asking you to speak beyond anything more than, it seems like the industry is is going to go into a change. Like if you guys are doing trails, that's fantastic. And we we see like, you know, how how much more can we do to a bike to innovate? You can Ooh, stand on derailers and bounce up and down and make marketing <laughs> campaigns. And make memes? <laughs> and make, and make memes, memes. Dude, the meme, the, the, the one that's been floating around is, I know I've mentioned it, but it's like, the bottom of that guy's shoe and it's like right. POV SRAM transmission. <laughs> it's like, oh man. It's so brutal. But also it brings up an interesting point. Like we were talking about when we were riding today, like how many times have you ever been like, yeah, I really would be doing better if I could just stand on my rear mag. Like, yeah, we talked about never. <laughs> um, but where do I, I mean, I think from a big picture standpoint, I think that there's tons of momentum in the sport and in the bike industry as a whole. But I think what, and this is this is an individual subjective opinion. Um, I think what we're gonna realize is that things are gonna go back to normal because, like we said right. earlier, like COVID just made the bike industry go crazy yep. town. Like everybody was buying everything. Like you go to your local shop to get brake pads or a chain, no, and they're nothing like, "Good luck, dude!" Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. see in six months, right? And so, I think what is perhaps going to happen is you've got big companies that due to the influx of demand, they fortified production rapidly, right? They were, they were going and buying an auxiliary manufacturing facility because the demand was just there. Right. And, when cove i don't think that oh we can't say that can we no no we're already the c word oh is this gonna get shut down no no No, 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 we we just get the blue banner we're fine oh okay cool but like when when the pandemic when the pandemic uh (laughs) passed he winked for those people uh oh should i wink to the camera um (laughs) people that was actually his dating dating that's why i did that yeah you can snip that and put it in the front they're holding it they're holding whether they're going to swipe left or right and that's the one which way do you go you're supposed to swipe right i don't have those things i cannot admit that i've ever even looked at one 
I don't know either. I think somebody's swiping some direction. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Something. Uh, but point being, so th- I think that you're probably going to see a slight cut in MSRP in products because of a surplus of supply. Because you've gone from demand right, with right. no supply, like extreme demand, unusual demand, to realistic demand, which we're kind of, I think is kind of where we're at right now. Like maybe not yet, but soon. And surplus of supply. Yeah. Right. So it's simple, simple economics, right? Yep. So companies aren't going to want to sit. And I, this, I don't think is, I don't, I'm, it's not happening with us, but you're going to have companies that are now taking on inventory that they have to move. So right. you're to the consumer, it's going to be a great time to buy your new, you know, drivetrain or <coughs> transmission. Um, or whatever, right? Or a new set of wheels or tires. Like you're, I think you'll probably see cost or price come a little bit down, but maybe uh, so, not much. So to your point, the thing that is interesting to me is what might be exciting is if local communities and local bike groups and those areas can help push that forward, like what you're doing, what we do, what you know, what's important to us is um, – it's not like it's a weird cult where we're just trying to recruit more people in, but it is a lot more fun when there's more people out there. Like ride by yourself is one thing. I get it. Like I'm good for that for health reasons, like exercise. Right. But today we had 10, 12 dudes out there. Solid sesh. Uh, Right. Awesome. Yesterday we had the same thing. Like Kieran shows up late, even though he shows up late, who cares? Then we go have dinner. But like just having that group of people all together to do that kind of stuff makes a big difference. And then we have uh, like Chris, one of our guys is now a bike shop guy. Shout out to them. uh, Infinity for helping us out. Shout out to Infinity. Yeah, there you go. Infinity bikes. uh, They're a Trek guy. But the point is, is like that little group of people, if they're there and they're like, hey, by the way, this bike's getting cheaper then it's easier to bring somebody in. Facts. So I'm hoping what we see happen is instead of the pandemic surge where it was, that's an artificial surge. Correct. Yeah. It happened to my business. I can say this as a business owner. We had an artificial surge. Second biggest year on record for me was during the pandemic, right? Really? Because we picked up, well, video was the only way to communicate. Oh, so yeah. So as a company- face to face. Right. So we're an agency that specializes in video. So now all of a sudden we're doing like, all these healthcare videos and obviously wow. there's a lot of money in healthcare oh, during yeah. the pandemic. There's even more money. So we made, we doubled our revenue like dangerously. So I had to be like, this isn't flex. realistic. Yeah. There's a flex, but then you're like, <laughs> next year's numbers are nowhere going to be like, well, but then you have to back off. But it's the same thing that like bike manufacturers are running into. So maybe that means, all right, cool. Let's get more people involved. Let's we see hope. if we can do it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the hope is it's like, okay, the folks that during the pandemic when everything, like although inflation is nuts, but like if, if you and if the three of us owned a bike shop, right, and we're just going to be objective here or at least quasi-objective, if the three of us owned a bike shop during pandemic or, or the pandemic, if we, it has to like be trademarked, of course, <laughs> when we realize that demand is nuts, we're going to increase our prices right? right? because that's our livelihood. If right. we know people will pay it, maybe it makes sense to bump it. Right. Right. Shouts to bump. There it is. Um, nice. But I think what we would, like I said, what we hope happens is when the demand drops a little bit and maybe there's a surplus of product, the kid who, you know, in 2020 or 2021 couldn't afford the, I don't know, bike company X bike, for $5,000, maybe at 2500 bucks they can. But it's crazy to say that because I almost still feel bad because $2,500 is a lot of money. 
for yeah, a bicycle. It's a ton of money. It's oh, a ton yeah. of money. Yeah. To like five hundred to a regular five, right. is a lot. That's that's the problem yeah. that I sort of have with the industry as a whole. That in a perfect world, it was getting abhorrent. Like some of the prices, it's like. What is seven? But you built, you piecemealed yours during the, and during I, the it was way more expensive than right. if I would have bought a right. full blown bike. And I think I, like I would go on record of saying the difference in everything. So the difference between a five hundred dollar bike and a fifteen hundred dollar bike is huge. Oh, massive! The difference between a fifteen hundred dollar bike and a forty five hundred to five thousand dollar bike is still pretty big. Mm-hmm. The difference from a five thousand dollar bike to a twelve thousand dollar bike, not that big. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not. I mean, we we learned that like back when I was look, shopping for that Gorilla Gravity. That oh yeah, that happened I broke. to tumble on. It's all right. Um, <laughs> for the record, I, didn't, I broke the brake lever. Off yeah, I know. And but it's more dramatic. Where's my sticker? There's my sticker that says "Admit it." That was dramatic. But like <laughs> it was uh, on the handlebars. That scenario <laughs> was I, I bought that, and and so it pierced him actually. That same handlebar. It was dramatic as it gut punched him. But that bike. Is and I told Dale after I bought it, I was like, I'm happy with it, no complaints, but yeah. like, man, I overpaid a little bit. So mm-hmm. then I was riding my Trek all weekend, which is the baseline EXE or whatever, yeah. their, their trail bike. Yeah. And I bought the bottom end because I wanted to be able to go back and put the parts on it that I wanted to do. So I'm with you. Like, there's a weird balance. Now it's interesting to me, like, when people ask me what they, what they should do, I'm like, look, buy the bike you can afford always. But that's a gimmick because if you say that to somebody, what happens is we talk about it all the time. My buddy's. Bloop, and then this guy has one, and then yep. this girl has one. It and becomes a and you start stacking it. Things swing. Well, that's why I always say it. it's you know exactly I mean? right. Like yeah, it, that's yeah. what mountain it is. biking is super cheap until you have friends at mountain bike. Like if yep. you yeah, shout only out to rode, David Martin. Yeah, David. Sorry, <laughs> David he he came and rode every time he rode. It's like, man, you should get a full suspension bike. <laughs> he was riding this old, yeah, old like, giant, hardtailed. Yeah, and then now all of a sudden he has that Marin, and he's happy as can be. But yeah, I mean, it's if it's good for you, but you hit the nail on the head. It's like get like i stand in any aspect of life and this is not financial advice but like <laughs> buy what you can afford right don't like people that finance like don't finance a bicycle like, no nuts like no offense <laughs> to the bike shops that are making money on financed bikes but like yep. this is not a necessity like you don't right. need to finance a bicycle it's a luxury right. item yeah the only time i've ever told anybody to do anything like that was like they already had the cash it's like if you have the cash physically set aside and you are truly trying to build credit like when i was a young guy i was trying to i was trying to build credit and i was a drummer in a band right and so i wanted to upgrade my drum kit but i had the cash to pay for it but my dad was smart enough to be like hey set the money aside make your monthly payments because it's going to build your credit and that's what i did and it worked really well right but financing a bicycle that's kind of wild you're out of it. And like next thing you know, because of the nature of the sport being so communal, unless you're just riding by yourself, next thing you know, someone's going to show up with Axis or some other garbage on there. And then you're like, oh, uh, man, I need that. Now you're another five, six hundred dollars in, or you got a transmission, whatever. <laughs> All these gimmicks that come out. And if people, I, I'm on a Trek EXE forum because it's, it's a little obnoxious. I don't like being on it. Mm. And my issue with it is there's a dude that posted the 9.9, the top of the line, you know, their most expensive one. He already has that shit on there oh yeah of course like like he had already. it before it came out probably. right he's one of those guys like he literally already did it and it's just like really i mean you already it's have also like, still like it's that thing you said I, you can get as much joy out of a shitty bike and it's like i've been at plenty of trailheads with dudes that have the best new thing and can't ride it worth a f- yep you know it's like yeah dude what are we wasting you that bike can do way more than you're ever going to be capable of doing my bike can do more than i'm ever going to be capable of doing but i'd like to be able to say that i'm pushing some limit of it 
Dude, you know? I think I think most bikes, like everything yeah. I ride is I can't push them hard enough. Right. I'm like I'm decent. Yeah. Decent to good, right? But like there's there's nothing I've ever looked at and been like, "Oh, this the bikes was going to hold me back." Right. That's sometimes I think I get so frustrated. It's like, dude, it's almost when I played basketball, you show up and you got this kid that can't even shoot that's got the brand new Jordans on like, "Okay, next time save your money, go buy a coach and get better." Like, yeah, and that's that the interesting be, thing is like if you had like, Shout out to Dirt Coaster Academy boom, where you can get your coaching, where you can get yeah. all your coaching needs. I think that that's the interesting predicament. I know we've, we've run a bit long, but like if you had, and I think there's a, another pod that asks this is like, if you had a hundred bucks or 200 bucks to spend on bike, yeah, we whether did we did a whole like episode about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you did? Like, yeah. what would you spend it on? Like, what right. would you, what would you, we do? did a hundred, well, 300, 500, a thousand. Oh, like we went through yeah, the we went, All right, let's it. do that. I yeah. haven't actually run that. So oh, okay. we ran it. We right. did it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. but we'll go with it. What would yeah. you do? So you got a hundred so bucks. So we got what? One, three, five and a grand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. A uh, hundred bucks. Nutrition. I think oh, just like that's a good spin. Standard yeah. nutrition, yeah. Yeah. I think, is important. Like, and I'm thinking short term. Like, this is like a purchase situation, yeah. not like budgeted over time. Um, yeah, yeah, one time spent. Yeah, yeah one time spent. All right, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, that's, nu- a, that's a great nutrition that's for fun. sure because you can, like, you can get a lot out of a hundred dollars worth of like good clean food. Which and, you can get at Run and Try. And you can yeah, Run and Try. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can I'm ru- not derailing this. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, but you can, but you can ruin your ride without the right nutrition. You can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. like as we ate like a you know three pounds of crawfish before we did this. But well, while um, we were riding yesterday, we ate hot dogs. And today, and then today Joey, Joey Pants had Kinecka sausage. Still That's nutrition. when you need calories. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it burns. But I, I do think that, okay, 100 Coming bucks, 100, 100 bucks, nutrition. Some, like a couple weeks worth of good food, like eat clean. Yeah, like I'm not going to like say you have to abide by a dietary restriction or whatever yeah. you want to do. Like one of my best friends and coworkers is vegan and her, her life. I'm just like, you have to think about so many things, <laughs> but she's a monster. Like she, she's right. living the dream and doing it right. Yep. Um, so yeah, a hundred bucks, nutrition, 300 bucks, tires. That's, That's what, what we said. said. That's what I said. I Which said is tires. crazy to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. $300 like might get to, yeah it'll get you a set of good tires yeah um i think you can you can change the dynamic of your bicycle by a good set of tires more than anything else so my question to you then is matched or unmatched like are you one of those guys that they have to if you notice i ride unmatched i had that i had a yeah see i had a continental up front and i have the uh a maxis in the back just because i like the way when i experimented with my tires on my yeah. little budget that's what i found rode best for me i am a square guy i, I run a match setup DHR front and back. Oh, interesting. Yep. It's an odd choice. Um, yeah. Get a lot of heat about it, but I'd like not to, like, maybe Maxis tires could become a uh, pod sponsor. That'd be great. Um, we take it all day. Shouts Maxis. Uh, I think that the DHF has that weird, like, dead zone when you yeah. lean it in where the tread kind of doesn't it's Same connect. as Jakey Poo says, same stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think that uh, is it the, it's Greg's tire. Is it the Asagai yep. or the aggressor? The aggressor's Troy's tire. Yep. Um, the Asagai is a good front. But I like the predictability of DHR on everything, whether you're going bananas fast or just like doing jibs. So it's a little bit of a backwards thing, but I do prefer a matched tire setup. Now, do you also feel like they have to be lined up perfectly on the on the? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they gotta yes. be on the valves. Too. They gotta be on the valves. You the, guys are just the hot patch. Shit, if your man. hot patch isn't on the valves, 
You guys, that is no one's gonna see it going that fast. I am. I am. You I judgmental sons of bitches. That's what you are. You're a bunch of That's judgy. That's how we know who the I mean, sons it's of not judgy. It's, it's just like... Ah, you're judging. <laughs> what? So you want to spend $3,000 on a Mac and you're not willing to line your tires up with the valve stem? I didn't buy that Mac. Don't trash me. I'm not saying... Oh, you have one? That's here? Yeah, I don't use Mac anymore. Oh, no, Mac. Oh. Like a rear Mac. Like, God, I thought you said Mac. <laughs> no, I, was like, I thought you bought a transmission. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about, I was like, no. you have one of these things in here? No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, I, I We're do. giving it away on the next podcast. If you guys listen, we're going to give away yeah, a we're gonna give away. transmission. Oh, don't, say, every, don't say the brand You guys name. are going to get oh. so sponsored. You should have just said, we're going to give away a transmission. Oh, because oh, that's gonna it. Be a transmission. Yeah, because yeah, that's the I, only I mean, one. I can go buy us one of those busted pieces of shit from the scrapyard and be like, here it is. So you're going to give like, yeah, we got the new transmission and it's like out of like a 1980 Dodge Dart. Lesson learned, you little shit. Next time, listen it to our words. Yeah, maybe you I should tune in. Can make some stickers. Make it SRAM if we want it to be yeah, SRAM. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be spelled S-C-H-R-A-M. SRAM. SRAM. Schmear. Schmear, yeah. All right, so 500 bucks. Then you start getting into options because it's like you could reasonably get a really good wheel set for 500 bucks. That's what Dale's does, Dale's. Like, I run the Factor wheels out of Georgia. They're great. Ben Hobbs is running that company. Awesome wheels. Um, through the right, no, actually, not even through the right connections. A, maybe a, a better shock. I mean, you can realistically get a capable like the Float X is incredible. Like, uh, not to gas ourselves up, but like that shock is crazy. It's really capable. Um, it's, I think, a, a progression of DPX two. Yeah. Um, but it's an awesome shock and you can probably get that for around 500 bucks. But I will say a good set of wheels. If you like, if you bought a complete bike, I think the next thing to get goofy is wheels. Cause you're going to start blowing spokes up. You're going to yeah. have to true it all the time. And I think 500 bucks, died. a set of oh, wheels. Your cam died. Uh, so we're, we're dead on cam. So we'll just jump to a No, no you're good. No, oh, you're good. That's, so I'm just going to be on the cam. No, it's just me and, it's just um, me and you now. Thousand bucks. Couple ways you could go with that because you could go. You can get a Mac. You could get start. You, you, you could get one get, third. You could get one third of a of a bleep bleep transmission. Um, you could go cockpit and wheels. You could go fork. You, although you might be pushing a grand for like a really posh fork. Um, if you're willing to go secondhand, like you can get a factory level fork for eight hundred nine hundred bucks. Yeah, you know CPO or used. Um, but I would say like a thousand dollars. A coaching session, like a lot of coaching. That's pretty good. I feel like a good coach. I don't know how much good coaches are running these days, but yeah, like, I mean, if you already have the bike and then you have a thousand dollars, like, yeah, good you know point. Because it's like where, it depends where you stand. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if, if you a have a capable rig, yes, and a, an extra and you have grand, an extra grand, then getting the yeah, like, having the capability to for also, somebody to teach you. I want to backtrack on the five hundred dollars brakes. Better oh, oh yeah, better brakes. Better brakes. Interesting. Because a lot of completes are specced with brakes that they shouldn't be specced with. That's a fair point. And you can get, I mean, you can get the best, maybe you, you can definitely get, get a, really you, good yeah. brakes for 500 bucks or less. Right. Yeah, so that would be, those Those would be my answers. Yeah, the good. only problem I have with any, any of those things is when we have to get into like, it, there's all the adapters and shit that you run into, like, that's the stuff that's sometimes like overlooked. There's like the little bitty pieces that stack up after a while. Yeah, like the five dollar part where you're like, my whole system's good until I find this five dollar little widget. That's exactly. Yeah, I love. I'm dealing I with that with my building TRPs. my bike just because I had to learn about every single part. Like I had to figure out what what bottom bracket works, what headset works, what 
what pieces I need to make the 200 millimeter rotors work. Like every single part. That was the fun part for me. Now that it's all built, I'm like, eh, what do I got to look forward to? I just make my wife a mermaid bike. I'm going to cool actually bike, just put a shot of you. I'm still cutting to black, but I'm just going to drop in some, just some kind of random B roll. A turn down. Can we have a turn down? Yeah, it'll just be real slow and shitty. You're the first person that didn't ask what a turn down was, which is like fa- the, is fair. like the trick. Well, I, it's something I just is like a nervous tick when I jump. I do the same similar thing. So, so we're we, not that like I can't jump straight. No, right. I can't. Either. I can't. Like I've seen people do it, and yeah. I'm like, how are you not like I'd like a big whip. Like yeah, I'll yeah. do like a euro or a table, like mm-hmm. dangle a foot off on a table. But like if you were like to hit this big jump and don't do just mm-hmm. ride it straight, I can't. No, that's what. So I've done that every time. It's kind of morphed into different things now. I can do a couple different variations, but so that's why we say I'm the king of the South Alabama turndown. Because oh, no one knows what the South Alabama turndown is, and well, neither do I technically. Wow, it is what that's it is. Works. I know now. You know, you saw me. I jumped over a person today. And you did. did. I did it over. Jumped over a person. Person. Let's insert that footage. Yeah. Ta-da. Boom. Clip maybe. It maybe I'll maybe remember. Um. Uh. Before we close everything out, because it is four eleven. I don't know what time your flight is. It's somewhere around here. Five forty five. Okay. Yes. So you're good. Um. But that way we can chat things out or have another brewski or whatever we gotta do. But um. How do people go and find out to like if they're interested? If there's yeah. a local organization for the Trail Trust, a hundred percent, yeah. So we're so Trail Trust is pretty much actually pretty recently. Um, shouts to the Trail Trust team: Isabel, Amanda, Cat, um, Ashley, Jackie Martin. Um, you can find us on all major forms of social media. Um, so we've got an Instagram page. Sweet. Um, we've got I think Facebook. Um, you can find us directly through ridefox.com. Um, and I think as <laughs> I think as social media and culture as a whole progresses, like we're right alongside it. Um, you know, but right now, um, yeah, you can like from the Instagram side at Fox, um, at Trail Trust. Uh, we have uh, actually we have a specific careers page, which is at Fox F Careers. You can. Cool put the little thing down there. Um, but yeah, pretty much all forms of major social media were there and um, give us and a follow. I think trailtrust.com you guys don't know, by yep, the way. Yeah, we have our own site as well. Um, I think there's a link from fox. You know, ridefox.com. But yeah, there's a specific site for Trail Trust that outlines you know the initiatives that we've put together um, or you know the the uh, founding group of Trail Trust have, have put through. So yeah, pretty much anywhere you'll find our name, you'll, you'll find Trail Trust. Right, fantastic. And I have actually, I have some, I have some gifts. Oh, frankincense and myrrh. Uh, yeah, I brought. So, I brought 50-50, Y'all got to choose. Um, Fox hat, Jill Trust hat. Got a bunch of stickers, patches. Sweet. Awesome. So a gift from us to you. Oh, thank you. Drop Beautiful. them on the floor. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. That's no, we appreciate. We appreciate experience. being on. Uh, do you want to? Is there any reason for people to follow you on social media? For. Because I heard Potential. you're a big be real guy. What's be real? <laughs> oh, wait. No. I actually don't. I mean, I've seen it. It's the thing where like your front and back camera come on. Yeah. No, I'm I just kidding. He doesn't talk. He doesn't. Be but real. I mean, since this is for your wife, potentially at yeah. Andy Radilla. Just there you go. In the in the bio, boom. On the yeah, got on a the, strong on the instas. Yeah, I'm I'm not really a big like I I like Instagram. Um, I don't really care for anything else. Um, just because. Cool pictures, cool videos. Um, that's about it. So yeah, feel free to 
throw a follow my way. You're not going to see me on TikTok or any of the <laughs> any of the stuff I've generation generationally passed on. But we had uh, one of our oldest members sit down <laughs> while Andy was here. Oh. And he's like, "Dude, I'm on the TikToks now. I love it." <laughs> yeah. After like, we all he's just the man. said we're not. Yeah. He was all, he was like adamant that he's like I'm everywhere on TikTok, and I was like, I, he's like, "How are you not?" I was like, "I don't know. I just." That's the human shockwiz. He is the human. His bike is dialed. Shouts to him though. That bike's yeah, fun. He's he's a human. Rode shockwiz. the e bike today. It's all good. You I broke know, mine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I broke a new one. We'll we'll throw that one in there. So I broke your brake lever. No, for, you got to say the old bike so I can buy a new oh, one. Oh, sorry. I exploded your bicycle. Thank you. And myself. You did. Um, you did kind of take it. Y'all tumble. have this like left hip that I was like, yeah, it's easy. And whatever you're do, I'm sure it works for you. But your fork to your shock, the way they're set up is just you're pressed in and then you're bucked out. So you're just trying to do a front flip. But yeah, I well, got That's what I, I do. I mean, normally smoked. you didn't get to see me ride it. So I just That's actually a tricky hip, though. Like, there's only a couple of us that actually. Well, I, I wrote it today it unintentionally and was like, oh, it's fun, but it still kind of scared me. But to the community thing, we pulled up this morning. You got a brake lever ready to go. Oh, yeah. We well, they put a whole the whole fam was just in there yeah, with a fresh yeah. brake lever. I think a whole brake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole brake. They just put a whole brake See, on. See, that's what we're talking about. That's, that's, what, that, that's, that's exactly the community we're trying to build is like, yeah, somebody broke your brake lever off. Boom, well, I tell you what would be, I tell you what would be of great benefit if you guys would just ship us a box of uh, <laughs> shocks and, and then we go Oprah style. <laughs> you get a fork. You get a fork. <laughs> you you break them. Then whatever we break them, you know, when something goes wrong and someone just, I'm just kidding. No, I'll see what I mean. I, it, it's very hard even for us to get product. Oh, but no, it's a joke. It's literally, we wouldn't, we maybe? wouldn't know what to do with it. We really wouldn't. Other than I would, I would love to be that guy that just goes up to like kids who don't have, like they're still not knocking Sun Tour, but they're riding that Sun Tour and just slap no, on a 36 and be like, go for it, bro. There was go that on. dude that was riding with us every once in a while, that younger kid that we shamed into getting a bike. Then he hasn't been riding with us. Ben. For, ben. Yeah, 420 Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for what? Well, I, Come 420 Ben? Well, yeah, dude, he self-proclaimed himself yeah. to be this like big four twenty dude. Yeah. Well, we had a one time I brought paper plates for number plates, and I was like, everybody can pick their own number, write it down with a sharpie on there, and he put four twenty down, and I was like, wait. it was a race. It was a race. I was like, oh, wait, Ben, paper plates were for the race. It wasn't some weird thing we did. Oh no, I just thought, what? Why is Ben not riding his bike anymore? I don't know what Ben's doing. But Ben, we, what are you doing? Ben works for Hostel. Yeah, we helped him ben, out. Ben's like, an engineer. He came oh. for a bunch of weeks, and then he just didn't. So wow. I don't think he's injured. No, he's not. I saw him at the car show yesterday. Oh, there you go. He came up and was like, hey, Dale, what's up? And I was like, hey, Ben, where you been, man? Ben, Ben. Ben, Ben. ben. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, yeah, this is going to be awkward. Just remember, I'm going to close. Oh, you want me to do that? Okay. Um, as we uh, tend to do on the show, just remember what Andy says. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, like the song? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>